Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Yeah, Tim Hasselbeck going to join us in just a second. Reminder, Bob Kravitz will join us at 930. And as always, hanging out in the drivehubler.com studios, getting you uh, still basking Colts winners over the Ravens on Sunday. And then uh, tomorrow morning, I would imagine at some point, we switch everything to Colts in Rams Sunday uh, back in Lucas Oil Stadium. Well, let's talk some football uh, from a national level. Tim Hasselbeck joins us from ESPN. Tim, a very good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I guess let's start locally and then kind of branch out nationally uh, here. The Colts 2-1, quite the win on Sunday. That's got everyone, uh, obviously, I don't know if you want to say surprised, but excited, no doubt. What have you made of the quick start from Indianapolis? And then what have you made of the AFC South with Jacksonville and Tennessee sitting at 1-2 and two through, through the first three weeks? Well, I would agree with your assessment. Probably a, a surprising, you know, win just based on like what the expectations were for Baltimore, and then obviously the fact that you know it's been an injury at quarterback, and you're playing a new quarterback, and all of that. So I, I thought it was a great performance. Um, you know, in not ideal conditions. Um, you know, with the rain and everything else. Um, you know, against Baltimore. So, you know, that definitely was an encouraging sign for the Colts. There's no question about it. And then. You know, in terms of, um, you know, the rest of the division, um, look, I mean, probably one of the more disappointing efforts uh, from this past weekend was, uh, you know, how the Jacksonville Jaguars played against the Houston Texans and then the Titans have, you know, had three weeks where horrible one week, pretty good the next week, you know, horrible the next week. So um, I think that if you are in the AFC South and – uh, you've seen, uh, you know, how wide open it can be. I think some of the probably preseason projections on what that division would look like, uh, I think you probably have to maybe reassess it. Tim, we'll get a better idea tomorrow if Anthony Richardson will make his return here in week four from what you saw to him in week one and I guess a little bit of week two or even just your thoughts on the draft pick of when it happened. Uh, what have been your early impressions of the Colts rookie quarterback? Yeah, listen, I think it's a really risky draft pick. You know, that could be one of these guys that changes how I felt about it when it happened. I think anytime you draft somebody who, um, you know, doesn't have a ton of experience playing the position as a starter, and, I mean, it's a projection draft pick. And so, listen, sometimes that can work out great, and then other times um, it cannot end up working out. So, um, you know, saying all that, like, Look, I, I've always felt like Trey Lance just hadn't played enough football since leaving high school. I mean, that's how that, that was my always been my assessment of Trey Lance versus you know somebody that you know has got 40 starts under their belt by the time they leave high school to the time they get to the pros. So uh, I think it's a uh, it was a projection draft pick. Now saying all that, I actually think he's handled it great so far. I, th- I think he's looked more comfortable than. Um, I anticipated him looking. There's going to be good and bad plays for everybody. And so, um, 
you know, when that happens, I don't think it means that everybody's got to hit the panic button and say, oh, like this is who he is as a passer right now. I think he'll continue to get better. I think it's important for him to play. Um, and then I would say this. I think in terms of what's been done so far with the offense, meaning the the combination of design runs that are clearly in the game plan for him, as well as the willingness to say, look, we are going to throw the football. We do understand that, look, there's going to be some really good plays with it and there's going to be some bad plays with it. I think it's been the right approach. And so I think all in all, I think it's been a very encouraging start, concussion notwithstanding, uh, for Anthony Richardson. Tim, Tim Hasselbeck joining us from ESPN. He's hanging out uh, on the Payless Liquors Hotline on this Tuesday on the fan. You know, so much, uh, there's so much good with Anthony Richardson, so much excitement, but he exits early after starting yeah. pretty damn good, uh, you know, pretty damn well against Houston, and then he's out last week as well. So it's like we want to see him get back out on the field. And so the last week it's been, well, how can he alter? How can they change things uh, around to keep him safe? And maybe that's Stike and maybe that's Anthony Richardson knowing when to slide, getting out of bounds and those sorts of things. As a former quarterback, I mean, how much of that is possible to a certain extent? AR is going to be who he is. Where do you come down on that debate on him changing a little bit on how he's going to play given that he's missed, you know, pretty much half the season already? Yeah, I think the hard part is this. The play where he gets hurt, I mean, what do we want to coach him to do? You know, it would be like if I'm sitting in that meeting – and it's like, all right, we're without our starter. Okay, like what could we have done differently here? And the answer is I, I want to coach him to do anything differently. You know, it's, it's a play at the goal line. It's a scoring play, which means it's impactful to the outcome of the game. He gets tackled, and just because of how he gets spun around, you know, the back of his head slams against the ground. And, like, did we want him sliding feet first on the two-yard line? Like, what, what do we want him to do? you know, would be the discussion that's going on in, in the in the meetings about, all right, how are we coaching this young player? So, look, the, and listen, maybe this resonates with your listeners. You know, when my brother was with the Colts and Andrew Luck was taking too many hits and they were trying to figure out, okay, like how do we, how do we take some of these hits off of him? You know, the, the coaching point, the thing that was said was, all right, here's what we know we can do. We don't want to take away courage in the pocket. Andrew was an excellent runner. So you don't want to take away, you know, Andrew's ability to take off and scramble. But what you did want was less adventure and throwaways. So think about it. Offensive, you know, you drop back the pass. Play doesn't define itself to you. You escape outside the pocket. That is an area where we say, you know what? We're fine missing some big plays. Go ahead and put it in the stands. Like we don't need to take those four extra hits in a game on when it breaks down and you're trying to escape, you're not sure, boom, quickly make the decision. So I think that that is a great approach with a young player is say, all right, what area can we affect it with? Like, all right, less adventure on throwaways. So you you throw it away sooner and we're getting rid of it. And what that does is that doesn't take away the touchdown play that, that we're talking about where he was injured. It doesn't take away just getting contacted in the pocket because you're throwing the ball down the field. And so I think that you have to start small that way so you're not taking away some of the best things that he does as a player. Okay, he's with ESPN, obviously former NFL quarterback. He is Tim Hasselbeck. He's with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. 
Tim, I, I don't know if there's a lot of validity to it, but, you know, whatever Colts fans have said, hey, Colt, you know, Gardner meant you to the Jets. I, I'd certainly give up whatever round pick and, you know, happily, uh, you know, trade Gardner away. I, maybe not going down that path, but going down the Jets path, if you were there and, you know, had some say in what you do quarterback-wise, what would be your move here after three weeks? Yeah, I would be more interested that uh, – I would be more interested in guys – that are on rosters somewhere than I would be the guys that are on the street. So Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, you know, guys, you guys know, you know, in terms of where they've been and where they're in their career, I would be more interested in, um, you know, Mike White. Maybe it is Minshew. Maybe it is, um, you know, somebody else that, that is on a roster somewhere that, that would be my approach. Um, I also believe that you know the the Jets at this point like I think I think how I would coach the position is a little bit different I feel like they've made Zach Wilson scared and you know that that part of it for me is like I don't think you can play the position that way I just I don't and to be honest with you like like Jameis Winston would have been a guy that that I'd have been interested in obviously prior to the car injury. So I, there is an element in, in that situation with Winston where I would say, listen, I think, you know, I think maybe sitting around not being willing to, to do something right away maybe prevents you from getting James Winston. So, look, that, that would be my, my approach to it. But I also think, like, in terms of Zach Wilson, listen, I, I think part of it is, like, listen, grow up, Zach. Like, we need you to grow up. We're not going to put the training wheels on you. Like, we're cutting this thing loose. Because you're not going to win by having the training wheels on him, trying to coach him scared of, of not making the mistake that, that loses the football game. I, I don't think you can do that. Stinks that you're in the situation that you're in because of what happened to Aaron. But I, I don't know that you can – I don't know that you can play scared because of it all. Tim Hasselbeck with us here Tuesday on The Fan. Uh, the Dolphins dropped 70 points, Tim. They dropped 70 <laughs> points in an NFL game. What was the worst loss you suffered, and what do you think that locker room was uh, with Denver after the, you know, they didn't tackle anyone for basically three-fourths of the game? Oh, man, the worst loss. I, I think I hit like a, a bowl game against Colorado um, I forget what the bowl game was called at the time. It was like maybe like forty nine to seven or okay. something. Or I mean, it was bad. I'm sure I've been on some other lopsided ones as well. Look, that 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 was part of it. But you know, I my mom was Scott Van Pelt on Sunday nights, and you know, we're sitting there and we're kind of talking about the situation. And we're like, hold up, they scored seventy points. But it wasn't <laughs> like it was like. 50 to 70 it was 70 like they beat them by 50 yeah you know i think that like it was like there were so many elements of that that were humiliating and then like looking back on it's like look mike white came in the game and threw a touchdown (laughs) pass to robbie chosen you know what i mean i didn't know he was still in the league so that was that was awful um like i'm stunned at how bad the the broncos have been and um, I think Mike McDaniel right now seems like he's a step ahead of everybody else. Yeah, what, they didn't score in the final eight minutes of the game. Uh, oh, they could have scored. And they still scored seven. They, they easily could have went over 80. Okay, I think I see it, Tim. The 1999 Insight.com Bowl. Uh, Let's go. They, what was it? It was 62 to 28. Oh, you lost to Colorado. I mean, I mean <laughs> sorry. I, only had, I stopped counting at 49. Everybody was like, I think I threw a couple of those scores, but to the other team, 
I'll, Tim, have to look, I'll have to get the box score. Tim, last <laughs> last one from me. Um, I think Colts fans really enjoyed the three years that your brother spent here backing up Andrew Luck. He obviously got some playing time. I'm curious when you two talk about your various stops in the NFL, your guys' experiences, uh, what are your brother's impressions of his time here in, in Indy? Oh, I tell you what, he loved his time in Indy. And, you know, I think it was kind of a unique time where, you know, Andrew gets there and, um, you know, the team all of a sudden becomes good fast because he was, you know, so talented. So I think between Chuck Pagano and, um, you know, and his time with Andrew, I think he really um, he really liked it. In fact, so much so, I think his his family was really considering kind of making that home for good um i mean that's how much he he enjoyed being there um and then in terms of you know my conversations with him honestly like i think probably the highlight for me would have been that thursday night game against houston where i know how sick he was it was basically you know he'd been poisoned by chipotle and uh i believe his quote after the game was it was coming out of the basement in the attic it, yeah, if, it was. yeah it was coming out of the basement yeah uh-huh. exactly just, right. to, just to paint T. the T. full hilton. picture for people yeah. out there yeah 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 he had ty hilton on a uh you know on a deep ball to to kind of end the game with the football and stuff and so you know i think it was somewhat surprising how much he played there but i think that also was a product of that era that you guys are all familiar with in terms of you know, how much Andrew was getting hit. And, you know, because of that, you know, the the older QB mentor that was signed to, to just be a mentor ended up in the lineup. Yeah, Matt Hasselbeck not going to be a brand ambassador for Chipotle anytime soon. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a hell of a game on Thursday night football as he iced that one to T.Y. Tim, great, great stuff. Always enjoy you on ESPN and even calling games. I'm a big Notre Dame fan, so when you Ugh. get some ACC games in there, I do enjoy Tim as well. I know the Boston College guy isn't going to like that. But uh, yeah. thank you for the time here on this Tuesday morning. Appreciate it, Tim. Bye. See you, fellas. Good to be on with you.